Hey Tavern Goers, it's Jameson Oxford, your Dungeon Master. Uh, I just wanted to give you guys a particular thank you for listening today. Things are a little crazy right now. The world is going through some stuff. Uh, I hope everyone out there is staying safe. You're not uh, putting yourself or your loved ones at risk and everyone is uh, doing well. Um, I also wanted to wish everybody a heartfelt happy St. Patrick's Day. Have yourself a green beer, stay inside, and uh, just just wanted to make sure my fans are taking care of themselves. We love you guys, and uh, we're all going to get through this, and we're going to keep trying to release our show for its minor entertainment value, and maybe hopefully you guys uh, can use it to get through an hour or so of the uh, trial we're all going through. Anyway, thank you guys again for listening. This is awkward. I don't know why I did it, but enjoy the show. Back to Torchlit Tavern. I am the master of driving my players insane because I've made them start this recording over way too many times. It's like once, but that's all it takes. Drove them nuts. We always do it in the first take, Jay. Coming in hot. Yes, very hot. Hot mic. Like magic mic. No. Hot, 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 hot. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, I... We, this is Torchlit Tavern. We are a real play 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast focused on storytelling and character building because, well, everybody likes to feel like a special snowflake. Speaking of special snowflakes, the guy on my left. Ryan, he's talking to you. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> and now well, that I've done that. <laughs> hey, guys, right, anyways. it's Ryan. No, fuck you. It's me now. It's me now. <laughs> I am a special snowflake. You gotta let me shine. So, hey gang, it's Ryan. I play Roy, your rogue warlock. And fuck, I hate Dylan. <laughs> what? But buddy, oh, we just, had such nice conversation not too just, long I'm ago. just fucking throwing it out there. Fuck, says he's a good guy and he's a good boy, but liar. I don't know. At, le- at least Grim admits that Evan wipes his ass for him. That is true. I remember that. I mean, I have no ass to wipe, but if he had, if if it were there. <laughs> anyway, yes, to my to, my, to my left, I suppose. Hi, my name is Randall. I'm back playing Dylan, your rogue slash eldritch knight nowadays. Uh, the good boy. Uh, Fuck. And, <laughs> and uh, the one here to uh, save the world. Oh, oh gosh. Look at that. Anyways, to his delusions of grandeur, it's Jeff once again joining you as the gentleman, the skeleton, Mr. Grimm. And of course, uh, I'm here to uh, not even be here. I jumped in a portal, guys. I don't even know why you uh, you asked me to show up. Yeah, we're on a. We've got a bit of a skeleton crew, you might say, tonight. I like you. Uh, uh, it, yeah, it's kind of ironic because right now uh, we're down uh, Mitch. Uh, for sure, Strana might come in later. So if you could give me a, a, and to my left, Jeff, just so I can cut that in later in case I bring him in. Absolutely. 
And to my left. Cool. And uh, it's Randall be... again. <laughs> <laughs> this time, Randall 2.0. Harder, better, faster, stronger. <laughs> and to my left again. Hi, folks. We're back again. This is Stronger reprising the role of Saboba Salinalis, your favorite half orc champion of good, justice, and all around nice guy paladin. We find ourselves dealing with a horde of. Well, civilians. We'll see how this goes. The most fearsome horde. The most fearsome horde indeed. And some and also to my left, to my right. I'm just kidding. Anyways. Um so let's let's uh let's get this out of the way. I've brought a rag and I'm pretty sure I can clean this tree for long enough that it looks like a bar. That's right, it's tavern keeping. All right. So, as always, I want to personally, personally, I'm going to come to your home and I'm going to hold your hand and I'm going to tell you personally, thank you. Thank you. Why are you? From Stop holding my bo- hand, dude. No. From the bottom of our black, inky hearts, we appreciate you for listening and joining us on this adventure that's honestly sometimes pretty awful. I know. I'm there. I'm, I'm a part of it. So thanks for being there. No, never start your, never turn your D and D campaign into a podcast. Uh, <laughs> but it's a beautiful absolutely, mistake. Absolutely, we really enjoy your presence here, and we enjoy the fact that you kind of enjoy us to some degree. And if you want to subject more people to our menagerie of maniacal madness, please do share us on every possible conceivable version of social media. We'll love you forever. And come visit us there, too. We're available in lots of places, like the Twitter. What's the Twitter? Hey, man, that's at Torchlight Tavern. And the Facebook? What's the Facebook? That is also Facebook.com slash Torchlight Tavern. And we got the hashtag. What's the hashtag? It's hashtag Torchlight Tavern, Jeff. I, I think they get it. Do you, do you get it? What do about the website? Let, let them up. Let them up. Tap out, guys. Just all you have to do is tap out. <laughs> tap out, and I'll stop hitting you with the same shit. You know why? Because it's always Torchlit Tavern. Torchlit Tavern, Torchlit Tavern, Torchlit fucking Tavern. Don't put fucking in there, though, because it'll make it hard to find. Anyways, so you can also find us on the Patreons and the websites. Those are all the same things. Uh, It's so easy. It's so fun. Also on Instagram, even. Uh, And just rate us, review us if you can. If you get an opportunity, follow us or whatever on whatever you're listening to us on. If it's on Spotify, just just like let it play overnight. You don't have to be listening. Just yeah. let it play. Just follow us. Like, be like, you know, some of the people who follow us. Like, uh, you know, like Matt Mercer. You know, he follows us. Yeah, he follows us so hard. Yeah. So hard. Yeah, absolutely. Anyways, so again, we thank you. We love you. And, you know, just just let it play on a loop. Like a loop, like a hula hoop. Like a loop. And back to the main show. Hi. Ah, crap. It's I actually it. have to do it. Tavern keeping, it's like a show within a show. <laughs> it is a show within a show. Uh, you thought it was the main game, but it's actually Randall again. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I want a tavern. Keep. It's okay. Co- comedies at threes. That's it. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, it was three, right, Jay? Yes, comedies are yes, threes, and we are currently right, a group of four, a, so let's continue on. That's a series wrap on Randall, guys. It was great. <laughs> It was fun, guys. Really, really love him working on Harry Potter.
Cue, cue the sound of the redactyl noise in a shotgun. <laughs> yep. Get that on your soundboard, bud. All right. Um, welcome I back the net. to Torchlit Tavern. Again, I'm going to say that name for the hundredth time in the first five minutes. Hope you enjoy it. Uh, I know I do. Last time on Torchlit Tavern. See, one more time. Uh, the guys fought the... Goat. Fair... Yes, the goat. The fairy lord goat man known as Pan. A, uh combination of the legends of pan the piper pan the god and pan uh, the stealer of children all in one uh when confronted with the chance to hopefully negotiate him away from taking a local town's children he denied them the the chance he said that he was hoping to negotiate them into helping him and he was regretful in saying that he had to do it he had no choice because the people of fey are depleting due to a war on the other side of, in, in another realm. Uh, in the end, rather than kill them, Savobos, in, in a strange, uh, let's say, I, I wouldn't say pity or, or stealing, mercy. Steal, stealing of my thunder. Of my yeah, st- yeah. Uh, kill stealing <laughs> in the opposite direction. Yeah. Healed him of one hit point and threw him through a portal back into Fey. In the aftermath, Grim. Uh, confronted the townsfolk who had nowhere to live because their town had been infested with scrups and nothing had been truly done about it, gave them the option to go with him into Fey, whole families and all, not just the children. Half of them were convinced that this would be a good idea, but because he wasn't sure if anyone would be able to come back and he needed to sort of give the town an olive branch, Grimm went ahead of the party. It's been a full day and no one has seen Grimm. And that's where we're picking up. He went through, and the plan was for him to come back out like five minutes later, and it's a day later. Uh, the rest of the party, uh, of the group, that was, they, they got food, like they said they were going to do. They were going to stock up on supplies before they headed in. And the ones that Grim convinced were led by one man who seemed uh, very brave and uh, decides to go through. The following day, they are geared up to go. Uh, is anyone else interested in this, or does this just happen? Uh, when you say interested. I mean, like, would Roy or Dylan check in on this the following day? Bear in mind, you guys are leaving with the army in a matter of an hour. Um, actually, I want, Randall wants to say yes, but Dylan wouldn't, so I'm gonna stick true and just let Grim fucking strike true. Um, Ugh. I'm just curious, but Dylan has is, doesn't want to fuck with shit he doesn't understand. I mean, you can just be there watching to see if it all goes smooth. You don't have to do anything. Uh... Yeah, just, a lot. A lot of this is way over Roy's head, literally and figuratively. Um, I think. I think Avil would um, would support it because she's she was kind of mad at the, the idea of you guys killing Pan, hey. and uh, because you didn't. But still, uh, the recruits that wanted to go, she would say in Grimm's absence, it would be she might encourage Roy to encourage them to go through with it, even though Grimm didn't come back. But that's still Roy's decision. Uh. Fucking nah, just wouldn't go at all. I don't wouldn't, think so. Wouldn't even show. I'm okay. gonna say if if Avil really wants to do that, she can fucking you know she she can materi- she can materialize now. So if that's something she wants to do, she can go do that. I can't go more than a few hundred feet from you, Roy. I mean, I guess I could like walk over there a little bit if you need me to. <laughs> this really isn't like my bag, though. She um she kind of gets quiet. And uh, she she turns to you, and uh, you guys are just, you guys are hanging out in uh, Bruce's tent. Bruce has been sleeping since the fight, 
big fights always take it out of Bruce the next day. Um, but she's sitting there with you, and she's she kind of looks at you, and she says to you, Roy, I have a question for you. Yeah. What, what, do, you, what do you need? As I'm, as I'm rubbing Tiger Bomb on Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the nurse said this would be good for him. What? I, I'm sure it is. I, I, I may have it, paid the nurse a little bit. Yeah. It's made of tigers. It's uh, it's all it's bullshit and superstition, Roy. But go ahead and keep doing it. I'm sure he likes it. Um, Roy, my question for you is this: What is next for you? What do you mean? What do you want to come next? You 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 yelled at me, acting like you had no choice before, and I wanted to make sure that we talked about it. Uh, I can see into your mind a little, and I know that you're antsy about things, but I'm curious what... If it was up to you, what would you do next? Go straight to the mantle and get this over with. Okay. I like that. I I imagine you would, yeah. Yes, okay, but I kind of meant after that. Do you have a plan, Roy? Or are you hoping that I do? You know, you know, I I really don't have a plan, and if I'm being honest, I really haven't had much of a plan for my entire life. So I'm kind of just along for the ride. She's uh, she's she gets really like a look of concern on her face. You know, you, you know, Avil, you've you you know you you had. I mean, as far as I can tell, I mean, I met your sister. You had family to some extent. I didn't really have a whole lot of that growing up. I don't have anything to really go back to once this is done. I've got, I mean, I've got what's here now. I've got Bruce. I've got, I guess I've kind of got Dylan. Grim is okay sometimes, I guess. I imagine he will not be coming back from Faye. But, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have anything before. And this is what I've got now. And I'm content with it for now, I guess. Who's Leic, Roy? You say his name when you awake. He's gone. Where did he go, Roy? Lake was, uh... Lake was killed. He was a, uh... I guess he kind of took me in when I was young. Grr. Uh, he was, uh... I guess he was kind of... He was, you know, he was a thief. He was, uh... He lived off, off the streets and he kind of showed me how to do so correctly. It sounds like you know what family is, Roy. I suppose. I mean, I guess he's the closest thing to family that I... Or he's the closest thing I could call family, I suppose. But now I've got these guys, and that's kind of all I've got. So, then... I ask you again, Roy. What do you want to happen next? I think I want... Once all this is said and done, I think I would like to go fishing with Bruce. And we'll see where it takes me from there. Okay. I'll, uh, we'll check back in. <laughs> sure. So you, you, you'll, uh, you'll take me down to the, uh, to the cave? Yes. Well, we, we can do that. Let's go. Thank you, Roy. Uh, so, uh, she, she kinda, you, you lead her down to the cave, and, uh, she... Doesn't make you go in if you don't want to. She materializes and goes down, freaks out a bunch of the villagers, but gives a uh, a stirring speech and convinces them to that 
despite the fact that Grimm didn't come out right away, that he will. And if they do want to go forward with it, they can. She tries to explain to them the nature of time. And in the interest of Dungeons and Dragons, let's give Aviel a persuasion check. You know, my, my theory for Grimm not coming back was that he's uh, still kind of getting used to the whole concept of time. You well, know, maybe... Uh, if you're within earshot, you hear her tr- explain that when you go to Faye, <laughs> uh, if you come out within, like, if you come out in a different location or, like, if you wait any amount of time, there's no telling what kind of time goes by. Yeah. If he spends five minutes there, it could be a day in the mortal realm. It could be a week in the mortal realm. The reason he doesn't understand time is because time doesn't flow the same there. Yeah. Uh, anybody who spends a lot of time in the mortal realm figures it out. People like Pan understand the concept. Avil, you haven't figured out why, but she understands the concept of time. Uh, she's never shown a problem with it. But basically, she goes down there and she rolled in a 15 naturally. I think she has a pretty good charisma. She convinces them to go ahead and go through the portal. Okay. Uh, so as as the people are leaving through this portal, um, I go 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 with the light. Go with the light of Newman. Keep his, may his words warm your heart on nights that may otherwise be bleak. And I, I just continuously do this as as thank you as people are uh-huh. going by. Yeah, thank you, thank you. And, th- and then I see the as I see the last one step through the portal, I just kind of sigh and go, "Hope that's the right choice." I have to, I have to, I just have to believe that uh, that's the that's the guiding light. Uh, one one of one of the younger uh, men is uh, with you and is, is like, his father just went through, but he's one of the ones who's staying. Um, can, can those fairies be trusted? To an extent. They're very truthful, but they will twist things, sometimes just because they don't know. They have very strange understanding of the world that we live in. Uh, many conversations I've had with Gentleman Grimm, merely on time itself, which is something he finally wrapped his skull around, to an extent. But... It's that thing we have to remind ourselves at times that light bounces and may reach all corners. One ray may go one way, another ray another. Sometimes you just have to trust. Well, what, what are we going to do? We don't have anywhere to go. I'm not going into the fake. There's another man. Simple. Or not so simple, rather. I have given you what training I know of. I have given you what words I can to buoy your spirits. But in the end... You must bring light where you can. A force can sustain a people for a time, but truly, you want a convergence of rivers. My suggestion would be that, with my help, we supply you for... I'm guessing we have several days before I have to get back with the army, if they even notice that I'm gone. I mean, to, to put it into real perspective, you could probably let the army get about a day and a half ahead of you, but you have a horse, which means you could catch up in about a half-day ride, yeah. so... Yeah, it's like, really, you folks should leave this area. With the army going through, they they will pick the countryside like locusts. It's one of the unfortunate facts that's presented before us. But first, I'll show you some of the things that I knew as a young lad growing up, or that I heard from my kin. When I heard it from them, anyway. They should at least get you down the road for a month. One of the women's like, what about my 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 home, my things? I worked hard on those. My whole life's here. I'm just supposed to leave it and go live in the woods? No, you're not. It's, it's quite simple. 
though not easy. Build yourself a new house, better than the one before. After all, look around you. They're like at the mouth of this cave that you've exited near the river. Uh, everybody's looking at each other and, and past each other. What, what are we looking at? Each other. You have each other. A, 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 a sun doesn't simply nourish a field because it exists and a single light exists. It exists because there are many of it. There are many of you. Sure, this, this man might not have the strongest back, but he looks like he has the strongest legs. <laughs> I, it's true. I do have really strong legs. <laughs> he does. Seeing that man, he can run. He can run so fast. And he can lift as long as he doesn't use his weak, weak back. <laughs> a sunbeam. A beam of light. Simply, you have to collect many together, and there are still many of you. And together... That's that's where you'll see the power. You, you can teach us how to collect sunbeams. It, it's it's a metaphor for the fact that there's oh. three together. It's like having a whole bunch of candles, a whole bunch of candles, Got it. better light. That, Ma- that meta- sort of metaphor. Yeah, that that's what the metaphor is for. Okay. Yep. Exactly. I'm glad we're all on the same page. Did was there a book? Did he hand out pamphlets? Uh, give me a uh, a charisma check and. Um, and then after that charisma check, I'm going to ask you to give them something a little more concrete. Where should they go? Your charisma's plus two. <laughs> I have decent charisma. But if it's just a check, it's just plus two. I know, but is, is it persuasion? Um, I was saying straight charisma. This is less okay. to do with persuasion then, and more to do with... Then 17. Yeah, it's it's more of a pure inspiring check. You don't yeah. have the, the leadership feat, do you? Oh, uh, I don't even know that exists anymore. It does. There is a leadership feat. Okay. It allows you to give a rousing speech that gives temporary hit points for the day. Got it. It's pretty cool. Um, actually, you know what? I, I'll, I'll uh, push Beacon of Hope. What's that? It's a third level spell. That does what? The spell bestows hope and vitality. Choose any number of creatures within range for the duration. Each target has advantage on wisdom saving throws and death saving throws and <laughs> regains the maximum number of hit points possible from any healing. All right. You shine like a beacon. That shines out even in the daylight as you give this speech about building a new home. Uh, they, one of them, they all look up to you and one of them shouts, Where should we build it? You should build at the confluence of two rivers. But the nearest river is, is all the way down. There's, there's one to the north toward Craig, and then the other one's all the way south toward, the, toward Bree, and we hear that's not safe. Go to Craig, then, for that is surely the way. The Craigs? Okay. It's cold. We should get a coat. We should get but, coats. But coats? Coats. Let, let me pray for a second. And he, and he brings out the shield and goes, boom. Like places it and just starts praying and glowing and, and and everything else. And I go, I basically think to myself, what way should I send these people? What way should I send these people? What does, what does the shield tell me, Jay? Uh, the shield tells you. You know what? Let me pull it in the map. Let's get real about it. Let's see. What, what would be the safest place... To send send a band of like, I mean, it's not a small town. I said this more than once. There's a lot of people. Yeah. Um, well, that's why they need a river. That is. It's yeah. Too many no, I get like, you. It's you're, a you're wrong. But and I'm trying to think. My map, the Celis River that you guys are following. Yeah. You could head all the way down to Duran. Actually, there, there's no river that bisects unless you go all the way to the mountains, like I was saying. So you go all the way to the mountain. Uh, the foothills of Morastia. <laughs> uh, you start to get real close to where the old scales live. 
Yeah. It works! North. Yay! North. Alright, so basically... The shield, the shield shines a, a light to the northeast. Follow the beam of that light. Walk among its path and find the place to be. Okay. You heard the man. Take only what you need. We're going northeast. And uh, you, for a day and a half, help them get ready. And uh, you wait, and you're standing on a hill on your horse, watching this conflux of people, packed, uh, light, but uh, but fully, and walking in to- in, up the foothills, following the river to the northeast. Uh, you know, because I think you've done pretty good on your your uh, history checks when I ask you about map. Yeah. Uh, you know that the I'm town actually... of Atur is northeast of here, and they'll probably come across it and likely get help from that town. And if they continue past that town, they'll come to the foothills where a lot of rivers meet. It's actually, uh, the country of Craig is a fertile place. It's a little cold. But they're known for cattle. Well, I haven't decided if it's cattle. But they're known for their meat industry and silver mines. Okay. Small country of very little political note. Should be a perfect place for people to, to go make a new life. Hey! <laughs> All right. Okay. Grim. On the other side, you... Yes? For you, no time has gone by. For them, it's the following day. For you, it's right after the, the battle, after you were pushed unceremoniously over the back of Roy into the inky, uh, quote-unquote, water. And you're not <laughs> wet. You are lying in a field of soft grass in the center of a ring of toadstools. Above you is the fairy sky, and a cool breeze ruffles your clothes. Ah, it smells like home. Next to you Uh, is Pan. He's laying with his arm, or with his head propped on his hand, looking at you like a lover after, uh, he's like, Well, it's about time, Grim. Thought you'd rest forever. Yes. Well, excuse me. Some of us aren't used to the trek back and forth. Hmm. Yes, it does take some getting used to. Not like this, at least. As I sit up, I look at him. Do you know they tried to banish me once over there? Ah, yes. Do you know what happened? You went back after a minute. Correct. It's quite strange. Not visiting in the normal means. Yes. Um, when you travel uh, bodily to the, uh, to the plane of mortals, when you're not summoned, when you don't go, using very careful measures, you take your whole essence with you. See, when you summon something, it splits them in two. There's the projection, or some might call it the soul, goes to where it is summoned, is given in a, a form by magic, and then it can act on the world. When you go bodily, being a fey, your whole essence is one piece. So when you go there together and somebody banishes you to fey, normally you would just stay home. But because your body, or the, the container that you belong in, is still tethered to the plane that you were last seen at, so you snap back to it like a rubber band. Hmm. Intriguing. Yes. Yes, it's it's very interesting stuff. Most definitely. I do apologize for how things had to go. You left me no choice, of course. Ah. Oh. <laughs> of course I didn't. I had I had to. Uh it was good to uh to take on you and yours. Uh you did Way better than I thought you would, I'm not going to lie. Your, uh, your hunting party nowadays is quite formidable. Um, you notice that standing around are 
all of the satyrs from the fight, even the ones that were killed. Uh, and uh, it's at this point that you realize that none of his people were bodily on the mortal plane. Mm. So you just summoned everyone, huh? Well, yeah, it's it's safe. Not me. I was actually in, in a lot of danger. I figured I would dive into the hole if things got bad. But as I said, you are quite formidable, Grim. Uh, your man, Sabobos. Uh, you can inform him that I owe him a hit point. Oh, I'm sure he will enjoy that. I'll inform him as soon as I can make it back, of course. There is a way back, correct? Hmm. Well, about that. For you, untrained as you are, it would be difficult. You could wander around for any uh, any amount of seasons and hope that you find a portal back. This one is likely not going to work going the other direction. As I look around, uh, seemingly not seeing a version of a portal, no. I go, hmm, yes, it does appear as such. Now, I am willing to grant ye a favor and maybe help you get back to the mortal realm. I understand that you probably want to get back. Actually, here's a question. Why are you here? Well, you see, when I first found myself stuck there, there was nothing more that I wanted than to be back. You see, our world, as you know, was in a great deal of turmoil when I had last seen it. And unfortunately, some of that fell upon my head. But some of that has also fallen on their side. And so uh, my duties are there. But after I was uncertain of your well-being, I did as I promised, and I ensured that more will be on their way. The fact that they're not here with me now is, well, I guess we'll give it time. Mm. He, he, but, he starts uh, a slow chuckle. <laughs> you, you bring, after all that, you're bringing them yourself. <laughs> well, the job needed to be done. Oh, no. I, 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 lad, I. And sir, I, I would have let you do it, but you had to be so pugnacious about I, it. Of course I did, Grim. You're, you're Lord Grim the Betrayer. Autumn Court, in the same way that I am spring, more out of leaning than loyalty. And he gives you just a look, and he's like, just as I am not very concerned in the fact that you stopped me from recruiting. As long as I did not die, I can continue to do what I do. Spring needs its mantle, and you and I agree on that. Of course. But beyond that, I do not... How was I to trust that you'd not become selfish? I've seen Faye go crazy when mantles are up for grabs. Mm, you're not wrong, of course. I mean, we've both lived through what war we've had already, with... Several mantles lost and only recently found. But, all that being said, you must admit, at this stage, it is no longer about selfishness. It is no longer about mere power. If I just wanted power, I could simply do my best to wrest it from whoever has it here. No, 
there's more on the line now. Our world, their world, possibly a great many. So it's not about what could make me better or I could use for my own advantage. My own advantage is survival, as it is for all Fae. Mm. Well, you've certainly convinced me. So, how long after after you were your friends supposed to arrive? Uh, I imagine shortly, but I'm unfamiliar the differences in perception of time betwixt mm. our two realms. Ah, no, they'll... Uh, we haven't moved, they'll probably arrive soonish. Tell you what, I know a way back, and normally I would charge you a favor, but the favor that I, that I ask is that when the people come through, you leave them with me after all. I will make sure that the transition is smoother than you can possibly do. This is fair. I will say they may not take kindly to your face. You may want to change it. Fair enough. And he turns into a short, young boy in emerald green with a feather in his cap. And he says, you're quite right, Grim. Maybe I'll go with a more old-fashioned face. Excuse me. Fairy, where the fuck are you? And a little bright-colored fairy flies up and says, Can you show Grim to the next portal, will you? Yes? You know, second star to the right and all that. Thank you. I've got it, Grim. It's good to do business with you. I, uh, I stand all the way up, I stride over, and then I bend at the waist all the way down, because he's a little boy now. Yes. It was a pleasure doing business with you, Pan. I will continue to do my best to help, but I will do it my way, and I would take kindly to you also doing it my way. He kind of shrugs to that, and he says, I can only do it my way. We are fair. Also, I'm going to start calling you the fairy man, because you help the people go back and forth. Fairy man. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what, as part of the favor, you got you to gotta tell your friends you're the fairy man. If you don't, I will. I'll show up. I'll find a way. I'll tell him I'm the ferryman. Yes, the ferryman. I must man. think of a better name eventually. Don't, don't, don't worry about that. Ferryman's a perfect name. You're the ferryman. You're long, tall, black cloak. You ferry people from world to world. You're the ferryman. Congratulations. And Jay is really trying to sell this. Absolutely. Fair I'm enough. never gonna let it die. <laughs> yeah, you <Can> ferry. I... <laughs> I extend my hand for a handshake. I'll be the ferryman, just for you. And then I do that weird skeleton wink, and then... And the sun in Faye turns into the face of Jameson. It just gives a big, stupid smile. Just like Teletubbies. (laughs) (laughs) Tips on Poe. And uh, then I follow the the fairy off. Uh, So uh, the last thing he says as you're wandering away, Oh, hey, ferryman! Yes? What you planning to do next? Well, uh, is there any way for me to leave like a, like a, like a, an illusionary message set so that everybody knows that I was there as the people come through? Sorry, this is just something I thought of real quick. Pan could. You could do okay. it. Okay. To Pan, he could do it for you. Yeah. I, uh, I tell him to do that. We'll just. Just a message for the people. Yeah, sure. That you gave him a heads uh, up. That you could yeah. trust this dude. I had to move on. Right. Um, so to answer his question, well, next, find the mantle, make sure it's taken by the right fay, and after that, well, I'm Mr. Grimm. You can rest assured I have plans. And then I tip my hat, 
and I walk away. So, uh, as I said, the people ended up going through the portal between Avil and uh, and now a guide that kind of helps them on the other side. They all go through, and uh, we will pick back up on that another time, maybe. But uh, you guys end up marching that night. It's time to pack up camp and move away from the town of Pixton. And you guys head north. You are heading north toward Santitas and northern Celestian, where you know the second half of the the armies of your nation is gathered. You guys are making camp for the next night. You are uh, sent a missive, Dylan, before you uh, make camp and settle down with your men. Your father wants to speak to you. Is going to be real good energy for Randall to 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 man- manifest while on meds after a root canal. Uh, yep, I had a root canal, and yeah. I'm about to have another another one, aka a conversation with Will and Bennett. <laughs> Damn right, your father. He oh, loves wait, you. Sorry, I gotta I be think. Dylan. Right, I gotta be Dylan right now. I got this. Okay. For Whatever. the audience, I uh, I waved my <laughs> hand in front of me, and nothing changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> None of these people RP. It's all bullshit. Um, Excuse me. No, you're not. You're just playing you. Uh, actually, actually, Jeff, Jeff is actually a skeleton. Jeff is literally a skeleton man in a top hat. The only thing that we changes want... is his actual hat. You know what? How dare you just tell everybody my secret? <laughs> he's a he's a Rude. man who only sleeps four hours a day. Comes from a weird world. Wears all black and. Uh, <laughs> And his methods and means are often cryptic and weird. I, I see was, no role play. <laughs> I thought it, I thought I thought it was weird when we found out there was a dude that wiped Jeff's ass, but it lines up. <laughs> Super weird. Well. His name was also Evan. Uh, oh, it was, Kevin. <laughs> it was it was Kevin. Kevin, yeah. <laughs> well, shout out to Kevin. Uh, keep that ass clean, Dylan. Uh, as you step up to the captain, the commander's tent of Will and Bennett. Uh, there he goes, wiping his face again. Getting rid of my smile. Uh, yeah, you come to it, and uh, as you uh, step up... Hey, Dylan, tell your dad I said hi. <laughs> I'm ignoring that. <laughs> it's rude. Dylan! <laughs> Dylan, did you hear me? Tell him I said hi. I'm gonna get laughed for him, too. Dylan! <laughs> Damn it! Another voice comes out from the... Uh, from the Respond! From the... Another voice. Hey, Dylan! It's trapped! Hey! Yeah, tell your dad I said hi! Hey, Drek! Tell Dylan's dad I said hi! Okay! Hey, Dylan! Tell your dad that Roy says hi! I'm learning the silence. Hi, Dylan's dad! Hey! Hey, Dylan! Make it quick, man. It's your turn. (laughs) Will you, maggots, shut the hell up! Yeah, uh... Oh, quartermaster, I believe I have two volunteers for potato duty. Silence. <laughs> Ooh, I love volunteers. <laughs> Potato duty, maggots. When the fuck did Terry Crews join this army? Hi, <laughs> quartermaster. I love this so the much. The second quartermaster, Terry Crews, has just been made into an NPC. No, no. Uh, no, uh, or is that just Sarah's bellowing voice? Uh, no, it's Larry. It, it, it's Larry Twos. Larry, Larry Twos. Larry Tunes. No. Oh, God, no. Anyway, uh, from out, from inside the tent. Dylan, you gonna come in or not? I walk in, avoiding the joke I want to say out loud. <laughs> this is your dad, you freak. <laughs> uh, uh, inside you find Willen. Uh, he is 
standing around uh, his his uh, cat his commander's table. It's got maps and uh, ledgers and books, and he's just pouring over all this stuff. Uh, next to him is a fine crystal glass filled with some sort of brown fluid. It looks similar to what I'm drinking right now. I too am getting into character. Dylan, uh, but yeah, Dylan. Dylan walks in with his hands behind his back, very formally, nods his head in a small bow, and stands before him. And you, uh, you haven't seen your father pretty much since the whipping, quote unquote. No, like, there was the oh, yeah, officer you, meeting. There was that briefly, but you haven't spoken to him. Yeah. Not really. Uh not in private. So you have no idea like his attitude or his like what he's what you ex- to expect from this meeting. Uh and he I, I have an idea. He leaves you sitting there for a little while while he's doing his work. He's or standing there. And uh if you don't say anything after a while he does say, "So Dylan, we have a lot to talk about." Yes, sir. Takes a sip of his drink and uh so what happened in the town? It was overrun by scrubs, sir. Hmm. What? what uh, is it? Is it resolved? Why are the people not in their st- in their in their walls when we left? They have decided to vacate the premises due to the be- basically the decay caused by the scrubs. It was <sighs> irreversible. I looked into it and I checked as much as I could, but I saw no magical way to cleanse the area. They have decided to locate another place for them to reside for the time being. <sighs> Fair enough. And that is why you couldn't get me more food for the army. You realize he doesn't seem concerned with the refugees in one lick. It's it's all about why you didn't get more barrels of fucking flour. No, sir. Most, of the, most if not all, of the grain of everywhere I checked was rotted. Mm. What little I brought was what I had. What a waste. Dylan. Yes, sir. You know what? He, uh, I'm your father. Don't call me sir today. It's been a long trek. He, uh, he pours out another crystal and he starts to pour a second glass. And he hands you one. Son, you've done very well. I, uh, I, I don't say it much, but I'm proud of you. You made a hard call. I still would like to know why you've brought and kept close this band of miscreants and fools that you keep so tight to your bosom. Well, Sabobos is traveling separately as a member of the church. He is a very good resource, as I have no clerical experience to speak of. You know damn well I'm not speaking about Sabobos. Are you referring to the Goliath and the halfling? Uh, yes. I think, yes. Ah, the Goliath for sure. The others don't really stick in my memory. I just know that it's the same ones that you've been spending time with. They're very useful, sir. And that's it. We do not have many Goliaths and halflings around. I make use of them. It works. Uh, roll me either a performance or a deception. 22 total. Yeah, so your father's been drinking. He rolled a 5. Uh, you actually, as you say this, he's giving you like this really like penetrating look as he asks you this question, but then you see him sway, and you realize that he's been drinking for a while. And then he nods and he says, Good. Good, Dylan. Good. You've surprised me lately. Thank you. Uh. Oh, uh, it's to be noted, uh, Dylan took the glass, but then set it down. He hasn't taken a drink from it. Okay. Uh, as you set it down, he's like, what, what, it's fine, Scotch boy. Sorry, there's no such thing as Scotland. That's fine, whiskey lad. I appreciate it, but I've, uh, I try to keep my mind clear when I'm on duty. He, uh, he, he looks you in the eyes, he's like, so Dylan, you've done everything I ask. So I, I have to ask, why the change of heart? What's your plan? What okay. happens next with you, boy? Um, 
drive out the wicked, save the world. You're finally thinking, Grant, bigger. It's good. But I ask you, how are you going to do that? You're finally making the right choices, but now it is time to sharpen the edge of the knife. You need to create a plan, and I'm finally available to help you with it. Thank you. Do you not want the scotch? Because I could get you something else. Um, No, I appreciate the offer, but I still have to, uh, to help set up camp in a few moments after this conversation and make sure supplies are well for the night and see what we need for my men. There's no enemy this far north, my son. I love that you are very dedicated. You remind me of me when I was first made captain. A lot, actually. Um, I'm here for you. It's time to, to, to build your legacy, and now that you're making the right calls, I I wanted you to know that uh, that even when it seemed like I made the tough choice for you, I was doing what was right for my boy. Which tough choice, sir? When I threw you out, when I... Uh, I mean, I've never been very kind to you, boy. Well, as I've heard before, I have a habit of fucking up. But not lately. So what happens next? Do you want to be nobility? Am I getting you a seat on the council? Are you eyeing the kingship? He get, he raises his eyebrows. Would you like my honest answer, sir? Um, No, Dylan, I want you to lie to me like you've been doing for the last 20 years. Dylan smiles. Honesty, I would have to say the honest answer would be no matter where I end up in this kingdom, whether it be as high as the king, where I could make the most change, or simply just as a soldier in this army, my plan will always be protecting what I have and making sure others don't lose what they have. Mm -hmm. Then you have to think bigger, because the world doesn't give a shit about your plans, so you need to make sure you have multiple of them. He is not grasping any depth to anything you're saying. As I was saying, if you want to be king, I would deter you from such a thing. Why is that, sir? Because, frankly, it is a powerless position. Look at me, Dylan. Do you think that I have less power than King Roland? Yes. Why? Because when you must ask for funds, when you must ask for men, you must ask for anything. The king asked me for funds. The king asked me for men. Yes, we are in a democracy, but... I put that fat fuck on the throne. Because one person in the seat of power has not had much power to begin with, does not mean that the next will be in the same spot. But that is just a philosophical disagreement. I'm not even sure if I wish to be king. I will be blunt with you as much as I uh, have said that I would support you and what you want. I do not feel you would be a good call for the king because... I do the best that I can for you, and I also do the best for Celestian. I make hard choices for Celestian, and I think there is a better candidate for kingship. Who would that be? Um, it's, uh, someone you met recently, actually. Uh, it's, uh, um, Captain Eric. Uh, yes, I've, I'm well acquainted with the man. Man? No. Jennifer Eric, his sister. You met her on the battlefield the other day. She was the one on the horse. Oh, the one that thought very highly of themselves, yes. She is shrewd, intelligent, damn near malevolent. She'd make a fine king, especially after the weak one we've had recently. If I put her on the throne, I'd be concerned about my power around here. I agree. 
It's times of war, Dylan. We need a strong king. At least one that appears strong. Or queen, in this in this instance. It'd be the first time in a long time. We do. I agree. I think the people would file behind it quite well. And if you can convince the people well, then you've won. What are their policies on Orc District, for example, though? I mean, those are part of the kingdom. I imagine that nothing would change. Nothing needs to change. Why are you concerned? I thought you were over that. I am over my allegiance to any one person from that district, correct? I am very much over my allegiances towards anyone except the entirety of this kingdom with my whole heart, body, and soul. But I also do recall my son dying in the streets, and I do not wish for that to happen to anyone's child. Roll insight. I don't like that you said that. <laughs> uh, that's a uh, 21 total. I'm good at insight. You are good at insight. It doesn't mean anything. Not really. It's nothing concrete. But when you mention your, your kid, his eye twitches. Like otherwise, he's just stone-faced dad. Nothing ever seems to rattle him, but that one statement causes his eye to twitch. I smile at him and nod and grab the glass that he poured for me and hand it back to him. It would be a shame to waste this whiskey, sir. Yes, it would. Think about what I told you, Dylan. There's a lot of, um, a lot of future for you still. And maybe you'd make a, uh, fine commander of the army when I'm gone. And if we really wanted to make our country strong, we would negotiate with the Eric's a marriage proposal. A marriage proposal? Yes. You know. You could be queen. He, he's, he, he actually smiles at that. And he's like, it's a joke. I'm, I, I, no, I smile. <laughs> I, Dylan, smile. Dylan smiles and nods and says, it would be interesting. Roy, invisible in the corner, also smiles. <laughs> <laughs> what a jackass. So, uh, your stunt taking the lashes the other day made you popular with your men. Continue what you're doing. You'll soon take the army from me if, with your charisma, if not your intelligence. Well, I don't know if I could ever wrest this army from your control, sir. Uh, Zaft tells me that I've terrified them into obedience. <laughs> of course, sir. Uh, I assume, though, I'm not in good favor with uh, Miss Eric. Ah, this is political marriage, boy. You don't have to love each other to sire children. I know. I just remember... The fight didn't particularly go her way. No! It was uh, another one of those moments that I won't admit I'm proud of you. Of course, sir. Being said, you are a captain. Try to stay out of the front line from now on. I'm supposed to admonish you about that as well. Oh, I've, I've clearly been admonished, sir. Yes. You're, you've, like, any scar, any, like, minor cuts that you got in the previous day, he's looking at you like, yes, obviously. <laughs> Dismissed. Thank you, sir. Dylan walks out. Hey, Dylan's dad. <laughs> Just a whole crew outside. Hey, Dylan's dad. <laughs> Look at all these potato peelers. Ah, fuck. Now it's a potato party, guys. We're all peeling potatoes. That's right, you fucking maggots. You better get down there and start peeling some potatoes. I think Dylan wants to go talk to Roy, though. All right. So after setting up anything, he'll go try and find him. I don't know if I, I'll succeed. That guy doesn't like me. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, it's really easy to find him. He'll be peeling potatoes. <laughs> you go talk to Roy? 
Yep. Roy, where are you? Peeling potatoes. Peeling potatoes. Spice potatoes. The secret is you don't even cook them. Uh, yeah, uncooked potatoes just spices. covered in spices. Yep. Delicious. Mm, a good spiced potato. Some rooster's feet. Uh, You find Roy peeling potatoes. What rank does Roy have? He is Petty Officer Roy. Got it. <laughs> hello, Petty Officer Troy. Oh, yes. Hi, Thank you. Dylan. I forgot. Did you tell your dad I said hi? Yes, okay, multiple great. times, actually. Roll deception. <laughs> if he's rolling deception, I'm 24. rolling inside. <laughs> 24. <laughs> I don't hear peeling. Sarah's voice is so weird when she's Yeah, mad. that's a nat one. You totally said hi. How are you doing tonight, Troy? I'm peeling potatoes, Dylan. It's a little funny. I guess. <laughs> I mean, I'm good too. Says direct, like two feet to the right on another stool, peeling a, a, a stack of potatoes. I mean, what'd you expect when you're yelling at me? When I'm standing next to the commander, I have to do something. Uh, Drek makes eye contact with Roy. Worth it. It could be worse. Willen could have punished you both. Yeah. Did you need something? I just wanted to come check in on you. Oh, yeah. No, I'm good. Other than, you know, potato duty, I guess. Drek leans over again and says, You're bad at it, then. Uh, You're bad at checking on him. Your tone's wrong. Dylan uh, will grab a stool. And pull a knife off his belt and begin peeling potatoes as well. No way, you're too much peeling. (laughs) 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 I couldn't couldn't help it. With that joke, I couldn't even keep a straight face through. Don't don't help it. Ah. Just let it be. Just let it go. Let it out. It's like holding in a fart. I hear it's bad Ah. for you. It'll make you explode. Who cares about the rest of the world? It's a perfect analogy. Um, so, so direct after about five minutes of silence, peeling potatoes in between the two of you, once again. So, uh, did I miss something? I don't know. Did I miss dinner? I hope I, 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 dinner. I believe we're just peeling potatoes, direct. Did you need something else to happen? Yeah. Like, this is the heaviest fucking, like, situation I've ever been in, and I have no idea why. I can feel the animosity in the room, and it didn't exist ten seconds ago, and I am in a room with fifty dudes forced to do menial labor. Here, how about I help this then? Quartermaster Larry? That's you, bud. <laughs> you, have, you have embraced this right. role, Jeff. You're right. I've forgotten. <laughs> I was just totally here spacing out. I yeah. know, it's not me. I'm not Larry. <laughs> yeah! I will be uh, taking back Petty Officer uh, Troy for the time being. I need his help in setting up camp. If you say so, Captain Bennett, but you tell that maggot he steps out of line again, and I will. You got him for three minutes. Him (laughs) peeling all the potatoes in this damn company. And then Larry Two's pops his packs as you leave. I love my improv. I come up with the greatest names. Direct and now Larry Twos. It's just, it's the absolute worst. But you now have Roy. I, I mean, what, what's the three minutes. <laughs> three minutes. Three minutes of the For three minutes. Yeah. Bone saw is Bone ready. Bone saw is ready. You 
Me! Hey, you're, three. you're cutting into there three minutes. Uh, so I'm just gonna yeah. walk with Troy, uh, and l- look at him and go, how have you been? I've been alright, Dylan. I mean, we're, we're going to war, I guess. It seems pretty trivial. We could just go and get the mantle and be done. But here we are. This is how we're doing it. So, let's fucking get it done, I guess. Yes. I just wanted to check on you because I'm pretty certain you've this is the most war most of us have seen. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, we haven't really fought in a, like a battle or anything, but yeah. You know, other than our usual regular fights with goats, I guess. It's fucking weird. Why? Are we, okay. Any, yeah. So we're at war. Uh, the goats thing was actually one of the main reasons I came to check on you. I know Avil is probably mumbling something under her mental breath in your ear right now. About She's me. asleep. She sleeps? Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> I'm not, not going to correct it because I love um, it. <laughs> um, I don't think you're right, but I also don't know Faye that well, so I'm going to believe you. Now I can tell. I'm a lot colder when she's awake. Hmm. Also love that. <laughs> not going to correct it. Well, I want like, to look, check. I'm a, look, like, look, I'm going to touch this glass, and it doesn't frost. She's asleep. Well, hmm. that's different. Well, yeah, you live an interesting life. It's weird. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yes, I uh, patrons we can, and such. We are can very weird. we can be blunt about it. It's odd. Yes, it is. I've uh, I've I've gotten used to it. It's kind of fun. Uh, I also prefer ice more so in recent times. So, all right, yeah, not, not so uh, not so much of a hothead anymore these days, are we? Uh, I'm still proficient in fire, but it's not my go-to when I have to be around it too much. After a little bit, Dylan will look back to Troy. Are you okay? I'm not quite sure how to answer that. I mean, I'm I'm alive. Well, I just want to check because, as a reminder, your patron needs you more than you need them. I, yeah, I'm aware. I'm. I mean, I'm okay. I'm fine. I, I. Thanks for checking up. I guess. But yeah, no, everything's okay. I'm. I'm aware of what we're doing here, and I know that. Uh, I. I am. I'm not being controlled or anything like that. I am. Uh, I'm doing this, not really because I want to, but I guess because I have to. Well, know that if uh, you ever feel like choices being taken out of your hands more and more I'll be around to assist as much as I can thank you <sighs> how are you Dylan I'm uh <laughs> I know you just went to go and like talk to your dad I'm sure that's like a weird thing for you because I know that you know it was a weird relationship and whatnot no it's uh it's fine it's it's fine We just uh, talked about Orc District and all. And... Sounds uh, boring. Yes. Sorry you had to sit through that. Yes. Did he say hi back, though? I don't believe he did. Uh, you know, he's a busy guy. He's very busy. He's also pretty drunk. Oh, fine. Yes. I find that when he's shrinking, he accidentally sometimes is very honest. 
Oh, did he? Was he being rude? No, he's, he's, yes. So, I had a very interesting conversation, and I uh, will be exploring it more so later. Oh, is uh, I imagine he's in contact with people back home. Is everything okay over there? You know, same old, same old. He's thinking of politics and big picture. You know, a lot of the things he's trying to teach me to do. Does he? Uh, did he have any news about back home? Anything? Uh, None that he shared with me. Anything? Dylan Rollins going on over there? Anything missing? Maybe missing. Hello. Uh, twenty-three insight. <laughs> uh, I kind of don't want you to succeed. So, uh, Dylan, as you go missing, you realize that he's not asking you questions because he's curious about what you're father said he's asking you questions because he's worried about what your father may have told you is there something you'd like to inform me of roy no is there something you should inform me roy no tavern goers thanks again for joining us for another adventure on torchlit tavern hopefully you've been listening to us leading up to arc 4 but if not you can always go back to our beginning or if you are less inclined i have provided a summary of the story so far at the beginning of episode 50 if you are looking for other ways to listen to us we can be found on apple podcasts spotify stitcher youtube podbean or any of your preferred podcasting services please continue to share like and most importantly rate us on whatever your preferred service may be. We have no designs on any vast empire, but the more you help, the more we can share our small, silly story with others. If you truly love our show and want to go above and beyond our dreams, you can support us on Patreon at Patreon backslash Torchlit Tavern, where we can reward you with bonus content, including blooper episodes, additional lore, or bonus episodes. If you wish to reach out to us, you can contact us directly at torchlittavern at gmail.com or visit our website at torchlittavern.com. We also can be found on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter by searching Torchlit Tavern. You can find me, Jameson Oxford, on Twitter at Agent Beige. You can find Ryan at Ryan SCB Santos on Twitter. You can find Jeff at Big underscore J underscore the bad man on Twitter. And you can find Randall on Instagram at Argo Omega. Additional music used in this episode was from Incompitech.com, used under the Creative Commons license. The songs used were Atlantean Twilight, Daybreak, and Tempting Secrets by Kevin McLeod. Thanks again for listening, and don't forget, Fecular Warlock, dear. <laughs>